0: Page, on the bottom to work for the last couple of years of working on the Sefer and the end of the Sefer the Mechaber has a small countries which would develop eventually develops into a full Sefer which we're not going to learn for now together but at least to make that connection between all that we've been learning through these years this last year and a half or two and the Sug of of the bias, of the home. So for those who have not been learning and are not familiar with the Sefer, I wouldn't say it's a brach of a tallah, but it's very hard to understand really what we're learning out of the context of the entire Sefer and all that we've been talking about throughout this time. In these countries, on Shalom Bayez. Rav Schwartz is talking about the site of the entire Saif Adas which is the nature of that connection between the neshama and the guf. In marriage, there must be balance, izum between the avidah of how the neshama perceives the relationship and how the guf perceives the relationship. Any imbalance in the equation of neshama guf, neshama guf with the couple, is going to cause pain, agnes nefesh, misunderstandings, the difficulties, the quarrels, the breakdowns that take place in Shalom Bayez on a deeper level are the result of these imbalances that we're talking about in this equation of neshama and guf. A person who comes into the marriage sadik tzaddik, a kaddish, completely completely he he's not going to be able to have a healthy marriage. A person who comes into a marriage just for the fun and for the gashmius and the guf and so on, is not going to have a happy marriage. I mean happy. He's not going to have a Jewish home. <coughs> when the bottom of the page, Yeishnam Anoshem Hasvurim Shemaareches Nisoo in Kul some people in the world on the street, their idea, their understanding of marriage is that it's kulegashness. It's a physical relationship. That doesn't mean that, that we're talking about people who are not interested in sharing emotions, ideas, and so on, of course. It doesn't mean that it's just gashness. But even the is that they share with each other, whatever thoughts and feelings they share with each other are rooted in the ilm haGuf, in the world of the guf. So if, they, if they're thrilled because they enjoy the same music or they enjoy the same uh, kind of movies or they like to talk about history and current events or nuclear physics, whatever it is that these people enjoy, but the shorish of their entire marriage is in the is in the physical world, not in the, the nishamah. Obviously this is a serious mistake. The house of a guy, I'm not talking about non-Jews, guy, I'm not talking about people who are unrefined, We're talking about people who are fine, educated individuals who are marrying, and they want to have a sincere genuine relationship of caring of love but we have to remember that it's all rooted in the ilum haguf because of that limitation that they have by no fault of their own there's that limitation each one each one brings his and her ideas emotions physical needs into the relationship that are all Coming from the Olam Haguf, the world of the body of the Guf. The fact that they could talk about Mozart and they could and they could uh, and they could discuss and they could discuss uh, science or math on the deepest level, that's all very very nice. The fact that they're educated might give them a head start or might help them resolve certain inyanin, if They're more intelligent and educated people, but as we know, Slavdavka. Some of the best fights in the world being husbands and wives are, are among educated people. A lot of happy peasants that get along. And a lot of very smart, educated uh, uh, couples that, um, that don't get along. So it's not something which depends on intelligence. We're talking about Goof and neshama. They're very intelligent gufim. They're very they are very intelligent people, but the, in- the, in- the intelligence is... Is from the shirish of the Eilim gashmi from the world of the Guf, not the world of the Neshama. Therefore, any, any Jewish couple that is trying to build a home upon gashmias, without the Avodah of Gilui HaNeshama that we've been learning about these past years, without uncovering the Neshama within oneself, any Jewish home that's being built upon the Guf is not necessarily doomed. They can have a very nice relationship, but it's not a bayis yehudi. It's not a Jewish home. It's not a Jewish home. It's not it's not the home of Avraham Avinu and Sarimenu. Ule There are those who think the opposite. So then there are those very rare individuals who, during the time of being a bacher, during the time of being in yeshiva, or in seminary, were learning and learning all different things in ruchni, snaivaris, hashem. And their understanding of marriage is that it's a completely a spiritual uh, experience. And their, uh, their, Marriage is one that their understanding is based upon this yichud of nishamas. And regarding this kind of relationship, the Machabe says, Vafheim toim toos They're also making a serious mistake. That's also a mistake. This mistake is most common among those rare individuals. I don't know if we have to be Khaishit any of we have to be ourselves, but those rare individuals who are completely, completely immersed in Kedusha and Tahara, in learning in Avaidas Hashem, and have over the years of growing up separated themselves completely from the oilomach as much as a human being, as much as a, a teenager can or a young person can from the physical world. And with that way of looking at life, they come to marriage. With that mahalach, with that ma'bat, they come to marriage. And this wonderful couple under the chuppah are determined, each one is determined, not that they've discussed this, but each one is determined to continue with that life of ruchnis, of separation from the oilamachaymeh, separation from this world, of priestess, of kedusha and tahara, in the context of their marriage. Of course, no one has explained to them how they're supposed to do that, but that's what their intention is. And their intention is to fight against, to suppress, as they've been doing through the years of growing up, any physical, any physical desires, any physical inclinations are going to be suppressed. Are going to be fought. the next page says we find that this is something which is more common this is more common by by people who are relative newcomers into the into the world of termmites where many times as you know some of you might have experienced this personally, but you know of others, where they were not raised in the Messiah, in the world of Terramitzvahs, and as newcomers, and with the excitement, with the excitement, and without the background, and without the, the lifelong Messiah training, and so on, that comes with, growing up in a home, where where there is a, tradition of, of Yiddishkeit so with many of these ghevra, the the um, the commitment the commitment to tere misves is in a state of chaos is not balanced does not have that izun between the physical, practical, day-to-day world, and the newfound bracha of ruchnius, of terimitzvahs that they have come to. And because of that, when it comes to marriage, or when it comes to raising children, there can oftentimes be terrible, terrible mistakes that are made as a result of not having a messiah, and a natural way of balancing the neshamah and the guf. So you could have, uh, just as an example, things that, that I've had conversations, many conversations over the years with Baal Chuva couples, where when it comes to the chinuch of the child, there could be such a kanoz, there could be such a zealousness, that a couple, let's say, that was raised in a firm home, there's a certain natural patience that comes with, with that world that they were raised in, where the understanding is that you have to groom a bantira, you have to raise a bas taira, and that there are bumps along the way. Now, many times you have that about shuvah. The first thing that they detect in the child, the child comes home, the little girl comes home, and says that you know that uh, she she likes uh, she likes she heard a song. Not, this girl comes, she heard a song, and it's not such a nice, it's not the Frum song, it's the, or even if it's from a, a Jewish group, but it's got uh, the beat that reminds her parents of what they grew up with. And, and now that they now, after all their years of turning their lives around and becoming Frum, they're brokenhearted that their daughter comes home with a song that reminds them of what they used to listen to when they were sitting someplace, you know, uh, at a drive-in movie, you know, uh, when they were, when they were, when they were uh, a young couple, or when they were growing up. And now their daughters come home with a similar beat. So what I've seen very often, and I'm sure you're familiar with this also, is that, that the Balichuva couples, when they detect any sign of, that, of their own past, when they detect the slightest detour from the straight path, the new path that they've acquired, they can react in, 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 a very, very, um, in a very extreme way. And in doing so, many of the children of these couples have been crushed by the religiosity of parents who, who have not found a balance in their lives between Ruchnis and Gashmias words, they've thrown themselves completely into the Nis of yiddishkeit, and they have not, and they have, and they have, they have not um, retained a healthy connection to gashmius. Because all of their connections to gashmius of the past, they associate with impurity. We understand why, and we spoke a lot about this. We were learning a lot about this in our zechuvah, that there's a. It's a common thing among bali where Rav Kook explains in our tshuva that it's, it's very common when a person does tshuva that he throws out the baby with the bathwater. Right? When he does tshuva, anything that has any shaykheth to his past is condemned as evil. Even though there are very wonderful things in his past. There are very beautiful things in his past. But everything of the past is condemned. Everything is dangerous. Everything could potentially bring him or her, back into that corrupted world of their upbringing. And when they see it, therefore, in their children. When they see something like that in their children, it, it brings back all of their memories of the past. Those memories that, in a very deep and hidden way, are still, still hold a spell over them. They didn't all of a sudden become big tzaddikim. Nobody comes a Chabadz Haim in six months, you understand? So they hear this old, there's an old song, that the daughter comes home with this song, the daughter comes home with this song, this was his favorite song when he was growing up. The only problem is, that song has thousands of associations. Not for the kid. The kids is the kids who came home, she heard a nice song, she likes it, sounds good. She likes the song. But for mommy and daddy, this is like, this is, like, uh, th- th- this is a, a, a trip back down memory lane. And the memories on memory lane have many, many ha- 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 are... Very, very involved and are connected to many things that are unholy. For the child, it wasn't like that. The child is just dumb, innocent. But for the parents, it's the opposite of innocence. And because of that, <clears throat> when they detect something like that in the child also. No, no, no. And it's evil and, and don't you know we, 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 we were finished with this stuff. And it's not, you know break the, there's no records anymore, but if there would be to break the record, I am not know who's going to throw down an expensive machine like that, you see, it used to be you could break a record, that only cost a few dollars, but now you can't, but you can throw the iPod on the floor, you can't take that, you can't take the thing out of the iPod, I don't know what they do, so, you know, what happens if you shake it, nothing comes out, so, but the, the, you know, these, they're very, very from the parents, and this is not acceptable, and it's not acceptable. And if, if, this would be, if these would be parents who were raised in dire direst of Yiddishkeit, so they they don't they don't get so nervous. There's an no understanding. These things it's not black and white. It's not so it, Give the kid a little bit uh, room to breathe. It's not it's not, not going to kill the kid. You have to work with the kid. Take it easy. Take it easy. This is something which is very very common in marriages also. Where there's, where there's one, either the husband or the wife, it's very, very, very stark, very, very strong. And any little thing that smells of something that's too magushim, the husband or the wife, the former one, is angry about and, and, and puts down the other one, I thought you're you also from me, you're not from, and you know, all these kind of things. This is going on all the time. While we're sitting here, there are problems like this going on all over the place. That's much more common than the first example that, that Schwartz gave. It's very, very common. Again, I'm giving extreme examples, but at all different levels, these things are going on. Misunderstandings. With well, the Ratzon HaShem, is in a marriage, that there be proper attention to the Neshama. And as we'll see, the Iker of the, of the couple, the Iker of a person, of course, has to be drawn from that place. And the Neshama itself is paying attention to the Ritzayinus of the Guf and overseeing, being Mashkiach, over the Ritzayinus of the Guf to see to it that the Guf does not get carried away with itself. That's a healthy, normal Jewish way to live. Not either all guf or all neshama. The neshama, ha- of course, is the person. And the neshama has to be meshgiach over the guf. That it should be a life of b'chol joachach Geehu, That everything should be in avaytas Hashem. But Hashem of a couple involves a physical relationship. It involves taking a trip together. It involves spending time talking with each other. All of these things are part of the avoid of Bukal to know Hashem in all of our ways. But many times with the Balitshuva there's a terrible imbalance. Terrible imbalance. And it comes out in many, many different ways. The so balshuva heard something. He heard his shi'a, and therefore he heard the shi'a. to make sense. He liked the shi'a, so uh, you know he'll stay in he'll stay in shul. And I said two hours, even though the, the wife is with the children. And then he comes home and he says, "How come you weren't here? You're supposed to be." Here. And he says, "What do you mean? I, I heard the shi'a that I'm supposed to say perik Shira and then I'm going to be a ben elam haba. So I was saying perik shi'a for the last two hours. Is yeah, ben elam you and not a ben elam And and, and uh, you're you're ruining your children. You're ruining the your marriage." You know, he felt so good. He walked out of shul whistling. He just said parikshir. It took him two hours because he can't pronounce it right. And he wanted to say it in Hebrew. And he comes walking out of shul. He's all happy. He gets, comes home. His wife gives him a bath. What's the matter? Are you out of your mind? <clears throat> and he said, I thought you also did shul. So How come you're not saying parikshir? So We have children. The children are not interested in your parikshir right now. Or whatever you were doing in your avaida or something. It's not mu'uzan. It's not balanced. It's not balanced. And had a tzaddik said to me the other day, could we have a tish every Friday night. I said, no. No, no. <laughs> and people you know I'm not, I'm not, that I'm, I don't, uh, that's not my mahalaf. That tzaddikim, whatever they have, they, whatever, that, that's their union. No, I don't think. <coughs> I'm not a tzaddik. And, and, and if, even if I would be, I don't think that I would, I would do that. No. I, I, want, I want parents to be with their children. I want family, and I want husbands and wives to be together. And I want to be with my wife on a Friday night. I love the guys. I don't want to sit every Friday night with a bunch of guys singing these mirrors. I'm sorry, it's not true. I love doing that. I said, every now and then. Every now and then. But no, that's not what I want. I'm, I'm busy day and night with people on the phone, this and that. And, and, and I want to be able to sit and to talk to my wife. And even if we're not talking, I want to be able to sit at the table. And, there, and my wife and the kids are on the couch, and I'm learning. I want, because I believe, not, I just, not just because I enjoy that, because I believe that that's the Ras Masha. And again, you'll have, it's part of a certain thing. Very often you'll have, uh, that's part of a growing up, that did not grow up in, in, in a certain mahalaf. will say, you know, let's have a, let's have a thing. Every uh, Thursday night we'll get together. Every, every Friday night, let's have a tish. It's lo mu'uzan. But you can't explain it to someone who's not coming from that place of izun, of balance. That that's not a mahalach. It's not a mahalach in raising a family. The same way it's not a mahalach for someone to have every single, every single Shabbos to have 30 people over in his house. You know stories of some tzaddikim in there, or here, whatever, that they have things like that? It's a very beautiful thing. I don't know what that's about. I don't understand it. And I don't know what their children think about it. I'm not sure. Or maybe, whatever the matzah is, the big tzaddikim, they're doing a big avaidah. Everybody has their own avaidah. But it has to be mu'uzan, it has to be balanced. The Barishalm wants you to be with your wife, with your husband, with your children. He wants you to have a home where, there's, where there are walls, with their gidorim, with their tchumim, where it's not that a kid grows up in a house and every single Shabbos he sees people, he sees 30 people sitting on the couch, strangers and hanging around talking and this and that. That's not the mahalach and avaidah and I'm not saying that to criticize I any mean, of the people that do that. that they, whatever they spoke to their, their rabbis, nith, okay, whatever they're doing, that's their avaida. But, uh, but each person has to, within their own life, to understand and to think of how to find a balance between the neshama and the guth. Uh, or else it could cause a big, big khurban for the children. And you could go to Shmayaim saying, gee, I don't understand. I was being macabre. So many people had, had, you know, Uh, 50 guys over in my my house every Friday night and we were drinking and singing Zmiris and I made an earning Shabbos for 50 guys so they say to him yeah but you had 4 daughters you had 4 daughters that were sitting in your house and you had 50 guys you ever think about that? that you have 4 or 5 girls growing up and there are 50 guys drinking and singing very holy thing you you ever think about that? that maybe it wasn't just the best thing for your daughters what do you mean they saw such a Shabbos Maybe that's not what, the, what, what, what they needed every week. I'm not saying once in a while, but that's not what they needed every week. They needed a father. They needed a mother. They needed privacy. They needed a home. They needed four walls. They needed quiet. They needed you to spend time together. Especially in our door, in our generation, more than ever before. A lot of people that are basically these things, that they're running away from their own families. So they have that to fill up with 50 people, 100 people, and then that, but with their own children, with their own husband and wives, they don't have a shyness. That's not a mahal. There has to be always balance, a healthy izun, this way and that way, a little bit. to have company over, you have a little bit, you spend time with the family. Yeah, but it's great and you know and it's exciting. The person has to be a coffin and to think ahead. And even if the kids have a lot of fun like that, because it's so much more exciting than just sitting with their parents and their, and their siblings, still. It has to be with Seichel. Everything with Seichel. So you see this a lot. Uswurm, the top, the line on Reish Chavda, at the top of the page. Sheza'abta people who, who are new to tarva that there is this imbalance. And they think that the Torah is against, the, is against anything physical. And it could be they heard talks like that. They heard different talks in, in their year and a half or two years of being from, they heard a lot of anti Gashmius talks. Anti-Gashmias talks. A lot of the kids go to these places, these seminaries, and these things in to sell, they go to the, and they hear a lot of these anti Gashmius talks. Over and over, anti Gashmis, anti Gashmis. And, and the impression that they get, maybe it could be the teacher's uh, intention is to pull the kids a little bit out of the Gashmis, but the impression that the kids are getting is that the Torah despises Gashmis. And that the Torah does not want a person to have a shaykh to the ilm ha to the ilm ha to, to this world. Kids get that impression. They're very impressionable. And they take it very seriously. And if they hear one shmuzi after another shmuzi, after another shmuzi, anti-gashmiz, you know, from the uh, anti-Gashmias soldiers. So they hear these talks, anti-Gashmias, anti-Gashmias. So it makes a Risham on a kid. And the impression they get is that the terror is against Gashmias. And therefore, anything that they do, any temptation that they have in a Gashmi, they see in themselves as being a sign of something that's seriously not Jewish, seriously wrong with them, They don't trust their own emotions. They don't trust their own inclinations towards things. They don't trust themselves. Because they heard a thousand talks anti-Gaushmutes. And and then it's taken to an extreme by very sincere young people. It's taken to an extreme. As I said last time, one shouldn't think that the the teachers who are saying those things are on that level. It's very, very rare that anybody is. I'm not saying unless, you know, if if you happen to like some big, big tzaddik, there was such a thing, but mostly, mostly if you would follow the teacher home, you'd see that the teachers are talking also about how they're going to pay the bills and about, you know, getting their favorite ice cream. And it's just a regular, healthy, hopefully healthy, normal Jewish home with ruchmias. But the impression the kids get is that gashmias is evil. Gashmias is evil. These girls that come home, they're not allowed to put on any makeup, they're not allowed to, to, to dress. I'm not talking about sneers, like of course there's to be tzendulah. But they, they, somehow they picked up on a certain thing That the Torah wants them to, to be ugly And to spend the rest of their lives in a, in, in a What are the, the Arabs, wear those things, what are they called? Huh? Burka, I don't know what it's called Right? That they should, that they should uh, spend their lives dressed up in, in, in something like that And it's not the Ratz Nashem The Ratz Nashem is Neshama Which is Malubash in the Guth Remember The Iker is the Neshama and the decisions of who I am and what I and what my life is is neshama, but it's mislabesh in the guf. It's enclosed in the guf. The equation has to be a healthy, balanced one. I have to live that way. Ulam derecha emes, the true way. Ulam derecha emes hilahamed esaruchniyas. Hatayir v'hemuna b'merkaz. The true path is to establish, of course, to establish ruchnius, to establish tayir, emuna, tefila, avoda, as the center point and the center piece of life, for sure, a hundred percent. Lahamed es haruchnius, hatayir v'hemuna b'merkaz. V'es achayner ketavel and. Choymer, physical life, is secondary. Of course, that's the tophel. That's secondary. Avokayon bechleit, But we're not malachim. There's a famous word from the Kotsker that says in Parsha's Mishpatim An sheikoy An Men of holiness, you shall be for me. And the Kotsker said, you hear what it says in the Torah? He said this to uh, some big kanoi. It says, An Kodesh. I want you to be human beings who are holy. It doesn't say you're supposed to be angels. An Kodesh. I want you to be people of, of holiness. To be people. But to be people who are, who are holy, and holy means that at the center of life is Torah and Amunah and Trele and Mitzvahs. At the center of life. But to And that's why we have so many of the stories from the Davka, and that Nakuda. Because many of the Chassidim are going in the other way of the Ruchnis, the Rukhnis are going in the other way. Nikotsky, who was Sadiq the Kotskar was very sharp in this Indian. You know there's many stories like that. The Kotzker the guy that, that that he that he wanted to have uh, he wanted to Understand why was it that the Kozki saw that the Kozka was cutting his nails? Uh, that he was cutting his nails after the mikvah, right? You know the story. that Kozka was cutting his nails after the mikvah, and the, this Chassid saw that and he ran over to the rebbe and he asked, "Why is the Rabbi cutting his nails after the mikvah, not before the mikvah?" Normally it's before the mikvah. Why cutting after the mikvah? So the Kozka told him, "It's not so posh. It's, it's an Indian, and I wanted to finish the entire Sefer on Monday and Thursday this week." And to fast on Monday and Thursday, the full day. And then Erev Shabbos, he can come and we can talk about it. So this he told his friends, he was all excited. to can imagine, he, he's going to hear some big secret from the Kotzka. And, and he said the whole tale of Monday, Thursday. It's a big off and, and he went and he fasted Monday, Thursday. It was a whole thing. And finally comes Erev Shabbos to the Kotzka. And he asked the Rebbe, he said, I did. everything you did I you? Yeah. So, so he said, so why does the Rabbi cut his nails after the mikvah? So he said, because they're softer. So <laughs> <laughs> have an easier time with him. They didn't have clippers. They didn't have nail no clippers. They was scissor, scissor, it's softer, softer. It was a Yid that once came to the, to the they say from the Kotska, but it's also from the original, came to the Came to the Kotska, to the original one, the Tzaddikim, and and um, and he had heard this, Chas had heard, that if a person that if a person doesn't sleep, if a person doesn't sleep in a bed for 40 Forty days and forty nights, that he be for Gilu be zayicha to see Eliyahu. If he doesn't sleep in a bed for forty days and forty nights. So this Chassid heard this, you know, and he did and he did a a, a whole a whole avaydah, you understand? He was working on this Indian. and then afterwards he was very disappointed that he didn't he didn't see no, he didn't see Eliyahu. So he was very very disappointed, and he came and he came to the rabbi. And he expressed disappointment to the Rebbe. So I did this thing, the program, I don't know, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen, I haven't met Ilyanovi. So the Kuska said to him, said, come with me. And he thought he was going to introduce him to Ilyanovi. <laughs> he says, come, come, come. So he goes with him, and they go out to the, to the, to the stable with the horses. And, and the, the Rabbi says, I want to introduce you to my fed, I want to introduce you to my horse. So he's thinking, this couldn't be Ilyanovi. So he's introducing him to the horse, and the Rebbe said, I just want to talk, so this is my horse. So the chassid says, it's a, fed, a horse. So the Rebbe said, this isn't stama Fed. This horse hasn't slept in a bed for 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> That's not stama Fed. And you see, there are many, many stories like that from the tzaddikim. So saw, saw this guy, that he's also coming, he's also going to come, he wants to have a tish every Friday night, you understand, this guy also. You could still be a fed." you understand that's what we was saying the ferret also doesn't sleep in a bed but he's still a ferret. he's still a horse that's not what it means to be an oivir Hashem to be an oivir Hashem years and years and years avaida <coughs> the zoo avaida sa'adam this is the Avaidah of a person. But to sharpen, to sharpen and to strengthen and to to be mechazik, the karyach of rochnies inside of him, the karyach to be megalah, more and more hegalah, noah. To be Megala, his neshama more and more, to Mechazik, that more and more. And with that, to diminish and to decrease the hold that the physical world has over him. To be Mahavil, meaning to make it more and more Hevel, to see it for what it is, to make it less and less and less important. However, a person has to always remember that choymer, physical matter, also has choymer, means it also weighs, it also weighs something, it also is important, it also has meaning. Otherwise, like we were learning, we were talking about Shalashitas a little bit from the Divya Yisrael, what's the meaning of the Neshama coming to this world? In I this is what we're talking about, Shalsidus. That's just the opposite. That the biggest Nachasurach, right? The biggest Nachasurach that the Baal Ulam has, like it says in the Zayar Kodesh, the biggest Nachasurach is that Davke. Hashem's book says that far away, far away from the place of its origin in Shemayim. And that, the biggest that the Bari has is that when the Neshama is far away in the Olam in the physical world the Olam outside of that camp of the Nishamas and of the Malachim and from that place a person is able to come to the Olamoid, meaning he's able to come to the to and to Tfila and to and to with all of the Tidus, with all of the distractions of the physical world with the eating and with the drinking and the relationships and so on and all of the things and work and school with all of that that a person should give that's the elokim, like we learned just an hour or two ago the greatest laughter that Hashem has is when a person is in the world of elokim, of Din of Meniyahs of, of of obstacles and muhammad and in that place he 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 serves Hashem, Schoik is the biggest laughter in Shemayim, meaning that Hashem Izbah has the biggest nachas, he has such pleasure from the Jew. Who in the place of Elokim is an Ivan Hashem. But that's the tahtus that's comeavakesh Hashem, that's how the Rabbi explains, the Majitsu explains Kumavakesh Hashem. Bahya Kumavakesh Hashem a Hashem and the Rebbe explained it that that's the Mavukash of Hashem that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that's what he's asking of us to be in the Oilam to be in the physical world and to make our Nisham as the center of that world but not not. it doesn't mean that he wants another Malach he wants a human being a person a person who's a human being but in that human being's life, Taira and Tfilah, Amunah and Avodah Hashem is the Iker. Is the center of that person's life. And that the person never ever loses touch with that Iker of who he is. The Nishamish And therefore, Dailam HaGashmi doesn't bring him down. The physical world doesn't bring him away from Hashem. Just the opposite. He's, he brings everything in his life into his aveda and all the things of this Baal his past, those things that were various, those things that were wrong, are gone. But those parts of the past that were good and that were holy and that were pure, those things of the past, he incorporates into his Havadah Hashem. He makes them part of his Havadah Hashem. That's what it means to be a Jew. To be Mavakish Hashem. Hashem put us into a world that's, that's, that's mechusla machna. that's away from the Shemaim, that's away from the Malachim and from the Neshamim. He put us into the guf. And that's the avvayt of a person. It's davke in the guf. That's the union of the of being in this world. Of course, there's some great tzaddikim, zulas Eitzah, Avuram, there's certain exceptional, exceptional, big tzaddikim, Hashem, that's not our topic for now, what we're talking about how they became that way and what they had to go through. We don't, nobody knows. But they became some, some, there were people like that, that tzaddikim like that. But for regular people, nice regular people, who are trying to create a relationship between a husband and wife that's based entirely upon Ruchnias, that they look, they look with dreamy eyes at, at, at the Mea you know, and share this beautiful Torah from the and that's the nature of their relationship. It's not going to be much sleep. It's not going to work. The opposite, of course, is not going to work. A relationship, a marriage, a Jewish home, that's all gashmius. is. That's all in an union of, of gashmius. Even the Ruchnius is Gashmi. It's just the opposite. Even the Ruchnius, even Shabbos, becomes an eating extravaganza. They might as well move into the Javits Center, you know, where they have the kosher, big kosher. I don't know, they still do that? They used to have, they still have a kosher food shop? Okay, so they have these people that they might as well just live over there by the kosher food shop. So they make even Shabbos into the most Gashmi's thing. It's a sleeping and eating, you know, experience. The whole Shabbos is all Gashmi's. <clears throat> and sleeping and eating and stop talking at the table because an Irish guy, and the whole Shabbos is not Shabbos. They call it Shabbos because they didn't turn on the television. A Shabbos because they put down the, the cell phone and they didn't go in the car. It's called Shabbos. So even that they can make it to something of Zagashim. So that doesn't work. You can't make a marriage like that. That's not a home. That's not a Jewish home. Again, they might get along very well. You know, he's cute, she's cute. They like the same music, you know, so they can get along. But that's not called that's not called avramavinu and sarimayno. It's called a couple, a nice couple. Lochain, therefore, kishayim shechoshuv Maoid Maoid livno ischibur beruchnius. The same way that it's so important. For the couple to create a chibur, a connection in Vuchnius, livnais We see how Chazal, going back Ezra Sa'ifa, we see how the Chachamim were so concerned that the, that we have takonis that are so old that if there's somebody that's selling cosmetics, somebody that's selling perfumes and cosmetics that they can't miss a little shtetl a little village if there's a Jewish woman a Jewish couple that's living in that village that they have to make sure to stop buying to sell that they should have an opportunity that she should also be able to buy the latest uh, makeup or whatever it is what are the chachamim what's Ezra's cipher and the chacham, the Isaac in these kind of things and how Chazal praised the nation's Tzadkani Mitzrayim and that the ma'ariz, we know that the that the, key the mirror, the, the, it was made from the mirrors of the women that they were using in Mitzrayim. Without going into any problem of these in They weren't breaking their mirrors, they were looking in their mirrors. And Chazal praised them for that. They were looking in their mirrors, they didn't become obsessed with their mirrors. There's a very big difference to look in the mirror to take care of oneself and to, and to see that the Gashmi is is in a healthy and good way to find that healthy balance and that sheer is the secret of being a Jew and in marriage it's the secret of it being a Jewish marriage. again there, there are marriages where the wife the wife there's not Mashiach Das in the mirror. She might as well just hang a stick over her head with a mirror and she could walk in the street like that. In the car she has a mirror, but otherwise when she's walking she needs one too. So she could have a mirror and she could spend her whole life in the mall and he spends his whole life you know, with the racetrack and he puts on a yarmulke and she puts on a sheikah and it could also be orthodox. It could be called a Jewish couple because that's a Jewish couple. I understand. Mishum Therefore, of as I was just saying, "Shal It's the Ratzon Hashem that Chazal of Torahs, is both wants the wife to take care of herself. Again, not the meaning of a potato sack, you know, no makeup or whatever it is, and to that's that's not the Ratzon Hashem. That's not the Ratzon Hashem. That there are some people that get that impression. That's not the Ratznasha. Chazal taught us just the opposite. And you have with these girls that are also very impressionable. I'm talking about them in the schools and the high schools and all the different levels. The Madin, the or whatever. And they think if they send that the biggest, uh, that the biggest is, they're going to give the girls if they send in, uh, you know, uh, an 82-year-old rabbits and, you know, they wheel her in in a wheelchair and she's going to give a talk about sneeze and how you don't know what it was like on the Lower East Side. There wasn't one of us that ever went on the street. We were always sitting in the back of Gus's Pickles, you know, someplace. and we never went in this street. That's sneeze. And you see how the girls are going to, that's going to make a big impression on the girls. No, but if you have a, if you have a, a pretty put-together young woman and she's fashionably dressed that sneezed and she comes in and she's attractive and she talks to the girls about what it means to be tsunua, that's going to make her raisha. Then the girls are going to think, you know, that, that's something I think I, would, I, I could work on. It looks very beautiful and she's so pretty and she's so put together and she's still from and tsunua. That's, that's something to aspire to. But if you bring in one of the ladies, you know, uh, with the potato sacks and without the makeup, so then, the, then the girls are going to say, this is not this crazy. It's not for me. Am I gonna, is what I want to end up like this lady? I don't want to look like that. I'm sorry for speaking in such a, you know, oppressed way. But I don't want to look like that. I don't want to be like that. I want to, I want to, I want to be attractive and I want to wear nice things. Oh, so how do you wear nice things? But it should be tzanua. And how to look attractive, but in, a, in the right way, the right gidarm, and so on. That's what gives the girls tremendous chizard. I mean, you would think that this is very obvious seems very obvious to me but it's not so push out there what's going on It's not so push <clears throat> and they're making a lot of these different kinds of presentations and, and things and different films and having rabbits talk very very harsh of fine rabbits they do much much more for the girls that they brought in a girl who just graduated three years ago who they remember as being not so tsenua, not so, so new, not doing the right things and dressing the right way and now three four years later she comes in and she's still put together dressed nice very pretty but sneezed it. then the girls are going to open their eyes and say you know i think i could, i would like that i could do that instead of putting on a, a, a thing a, a, you know f- with the with the with these rabbits and again i don't mean anything against the castle or putting on you uh, know pictures of these or movies of these ladies talking you know with a with a shuttle that's knocking into the door and, and uh, all the rest of the things that come of that <clears throat> saying very a lot of them very extreme things to the girls about how this is not nice and that's not nice and this is not nice you'd send in a girl that graduated two three years ago and she's pretty and she's put together and she has a nice smile and she knows how to talk the language that the girls talk and she knows how to, to she knows she understands what they're going through and she says listen have I'm working on this, you know, and it's a struggle and it's hard. Not like the ones that come in and say, that's evil, that's bad, and you're going to have to get out of it. They say, no, I'm still struggling with this. Then the girls have chizik, oh, she's still, she's still working on this. I could also work on this. I could also work on this. I could also change. I could also grow. This is a healthy, normal way that the British monsters. You see that Chazal says such a thing, right? <laughs> and we have this whole in-in in halacha and, and in, and in Plymias about the relationship, the intimacy between a husband and a wife, which we're not, of course, not to talk about. But it's not a subject that they ignored. Chazal were very open about these things. Very, very open about these things. Much more so than in, in other cultures and civilizations. Chazal spoke openly about these in Openly. About the union of of things being very beautiful. Openly. This is what's on. Tayruhi. a little more than it's tair. And it and, and when when tire is at the centre of a person's life, these are not things that are ugly. These are not things that are shameful. These are not shalom. It's all part of being an Hashem. It's all part of serving the Baruch of serving the Creator. When a person divides between Gashmius and Ruchnius, and he's being taught, and he hears over and over, Gashmius is bad, Ruchnius is good. So, so for all the years, he's you not know, Gashmius is bad, Gashmius is bad, Gashmius is bad, <clears throat> and 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 the and the girls are and the girls are, are just created to tempt us, and they're evil, and they're this and they're that. And then and then all of a sudden, the guy's on the chuppah, and he's he like, oh, "What am I doing here?" And then you're telling him. Then you tell him, no, 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 no. That was only until today. Whatever we taught you about how bad they are and how evil they are, and all and how they just to destroy you, that was only until today. But now you have to go home and live with your wife and to be a happy, you know, uh, good husband. No. So now you're saying that I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be a big magushim, I'm supposed to be a mushchus, a, 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 a magushim, a physical, a low physical creature. And only when I was a Bachar I was supposed to be a Tzaddik and now I'm supposed to be a, a, a what? How did that happen? How did, the, how did that girl change like that so quickly? Yesterday he told me this is the worst thing. This is the, you're not allowed to, and then today he told me that there's a big mitzvah to go talk to. her. So until now I heard that if I talk to her I'm a, I'm a And He told me if I talk to her I'm a tzaddik. They're very confused. It sounds silly but it's not. I'm giving it in a very extreme way but it's not silly. These are, these are issues that, that the Hev are, are having problems with. because of the, because of that imbalance because of, of, the, of not getting across that message, that healthy message of Nishama, which is in the lubash, in the guf that the neshama, the essence of a Jew, is the neshama, but it's enclosed in the goof, and the Kachbarah wants you to live in that way and if the kid doesn't get the message It's almost certain that there are going to be serious problems in this union, in the union of marriage. He goes on to talk about all these things much more. The thing about dressing and about the cosmetics and about all the other things of the guf, of course, when it's in the right amount and it's in a normal and healthy way. As befits a Ben Yisrael and a Bas Yisrael. Which means that, as I said before, yes, to put on something and to wear it, but it should be in a way that's, that's modest and that's beautiful. And how that is and how does one measure it? Okay, that's, these are very big and difficult and complicated things to know. You, know, you have to have people that, that have an understanding for these things. And it applies to guys as well, in different ways. Not, not with that, but in different ways also. It's to do with how a uh, uh, fellow also, to, uh, how a person carries himself and how he dresses and how he looks. And, uh, and, of course, not want a person to ignore his physical appearances either. And there's sometimes, you see by certain people that they have a bit of a a bit of a so they don't have to take care of themselves. And they'll go sloppy and they go slumpy and they don't take care of the, of the, they're not clean, or the, God forbid, the, the I don't know, they see by this whole heather that they wear their shirts out. Everybody's wearing their shirts out. I don't know where that came from. Their Rebbe didn't wear his shirt out. They're all wearing their shirts out. I'd like them. I mean, I, don't, I need to understand. That's not an avera, but the tzura is not the tzura ben yisrael. The tzura ben yisrael is to wear your shirt tucked in and to put yourself together and to look nice. Look nice. Again, doesn't mean that, you should, that the guy should be standing looking in a mirror and that he should be spending his weekend, his, his Sunday, you know. Uh, in, in the clothing store, uh, comparing shirts and ties and suits, and if people with all the other, uh, you understand. I have to explain this. On the other hand, to ignore, to ignore the Gashmirs and to say yeah. I'm a rochnis the guy You know, my, I'm a big ayvur Hashem. Therefore, I don't have to take care of my goof. It's also not. It's not about Hashem. Ulam kol zayis rov v'nochum the minun muat <laughs> The Gashmias, the Chumrias, has to always be tofel, It has to be secondary. Always. The Ruchnias has to always be in the center. Ulam Kashra HaGuf, Na'asa Merkaz, Binyin HaBayas. But if Chas the body, the Guf, and the needs of the Guf, become the Merkaz, Binyin HaBayas, the center point of this home, the essence of the home is, is Gashmiya's. Zahu Khurban That is complete Khurban. Complete Khurban. Again, it could be like they go like a happy couple, but it's a complete Khurban of what Hashem Zbarch wanted a Jewish couple to look like, a Jewish home, Jewish husband, a wife and Jewish children. It should be Zayhim to build the kind of home that the Bahrain would have nachas from in these last few minutes that we're, that we feel further and further and further away. Anything that we could do to make it better, anything we could do to make the Nisham at the center of our lives and to live holy and pure and good Jewish lives is the biggest schayt, the biggest laughter. To have that laughter at the end of time of the